0: Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. We are a church with a heart for people and the message of Jesus. It is our desire that you'll be drawn closer to God through today's teaching. To access notes from today's message, go to foxriverchristians.org message. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, everyone. We are so glad that you're able to join with us. I'm Guy. It's my privilege to be the lead pastor at Fox River. This Christmas of 2020 is certainly going to be different. And by different, we're not talking about different better. COVID has been such a disruptor force, and it's been a disruptor of Christmas. In fact, how about you? I know that for me and my family, it has been a disruptor to us. Though I also know this, that there are many that are coming into this Christmas with very heavy hearts, having lost someone that you love in this past year. I know this may not seem like a Merry Christmas beginning, but what we've been trying to focus on is essential Christmas, because it's in essential Christmas that we find the hope and the joy that Christmas can bring to us that way something I'd like to ask everyone to do, and that is just take a couple of minutes and go through what is it that makes Christmas special, makes it fun, makes it meaningful for you. Now, once you've made a quick list of that, I'd encourage you to go through your list with somebody else. Maybe it's gonna be on a Zoom call or getting together with friends or family over Christmas that way, and put a star that is a Christmas star beside everything that you would consider essential. My list of 24 things got amazingly small when I just focused on that which is essential. You know, in 2020, we have heard about essential services and essential personnel. We've got some of our essential personnel of Christmas that we've already looked at this week. We've got the shepherds. We've got the angels here. We've got the magi and the worshipers, of course, Joseph and Mary. But the essential person of Christmas would be Jesus. Because without Jesus, we don't have Christmas. We can have a winter celebration. We can have holiday parties. But we don't have Christmas that is the coming of Christ. And it is just so appropriate that it's Jesus himself that gives to us the essential Christmas message. He originally did this, sharing this message that is as essential as food, water, and air to us physically, to an individual that the community deemed to be a very good person. Somebody that was spiritual, somebody that we would definitely want to have as a neighbor of ours. His name was Nicodemus. And the essential message that Jesus shared was this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. This is still the essential Christmas message of today. Now, if you happen to get a Christmas text from God over the next couple of days... And I guarantee you, if you get a text message in the next 30 or 40 seconds, it will freak you out right now, right? But if you were to get a Christmas text from God, it would include in it this, that God so, 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 so loves you. You see, when Jesus put that little word, so, For God so loved the world, he was adding an intensifier. He didn't have to have the message in there. He could have said, God loved the world and gave his son. But because Jesus knew of how God so, 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 so loved you, he made sure that intensifier was in there. And for some, this may be one of the messages that God wants you to hear tonight. He wants you to hear today, this Christmas season. Let me ask you, Who is it that you so, 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 so love? You love in such a way that you would do whatever was in your power. You would sacrifice for that person to be able to help them out. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a child. Maybe it's a parent, a relative, a friend of yours. Whoever that happens to be don't miss the opportunity of this Christmas to make sure that you communicate that love that you have for them. And as you do that, let this be the reminder that the love that you so, 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 so have for them is the beginning point of the love that God has for you. Now, the text again that you'd be getting from God wouldn't be a group text. It's not a mass text that's being sent out in any way. Because the text would be addressed to whoever. And that word whoever is a singular individual. You see, every whoever has a name. Every whoever has a birthday. Every whoever has hopes and dreams and aspirations and struggles and fears that they're going through in their life. It's to the individual That Jesus said, this is the message of God. The essential message that he has for you. And then Jesus adds an essential response to that message. He says that whoever believes in him, that whoever believes in Jesus. Now when Jesus referred to believing... He wasn't just simply um, talking about a mental ascent. Like, um, I believe in George Washington. I believe in Abraham Lincoln. Because that is just an acknowledgement. It's not a trusting in. It's not an action that we're being called to. Which the word that Jesus uses here is what is. To believe would be before I step off the side of a cliff when I, that I'm going to rappel down. I need to believe that my anchors are good and that my equipment is trustworthy. I needed to believe that the parachute I was wearing before I jumped out of an airplane was going to bring me safely to the ground. Otherwise, there was no way in the world that you would have got me out of that airplane. Believing always calls us to trust in an action. I knew about Jesus long before I trusted him as my savior. Some have believed and trusted in Jesus' children. Some, it's much older. In fact, for my dad, he was 88 years old before he believed. How about you? There is an urgency that Jesus attaches to this essential message. When he puts the words in here that they should not perish, Jesus knew that every one of us are going to spend eternity somewhere. COVID, as we mentioned, it certainly disrupted our lives. But it's also brought over a million people into that point that they have perished global pandemic that we had had about 100 years before this. It's called the Spanish flu. The Spanish flu affected one-third of the entire population of the planet. And of them, one out of every 10 that got the Spanish flu perished. The global pandemic before that, you may have heard of, the bubonic or the black plague. When it came to Europe, almost half, 45% of all of Europe perished, By that. And Jesus knew this, that 100% of us had been affected by sin. And he knew that it was sin that separates us from God. He knew that it was sin that brings death. It was sin that would cause us to perish, which is why he came, why he went to the cross and gave himself so that we wouldn't. In fact, Jesus said, so that you might have eternal life. Love the word that Jesus used for eternal. Because when we read it, we may may think this, um, that we'll someday be able to go to heaven. But eternal, the word that Jesus uses here, isn't simply about quantity of life, but it's about a quality of life. In fact, Jesus goes on to say this just a little bit later. He said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it to the full. Jesus knew that when we believe in him, when we would trust in him, that it would have an impact on our life. And when I was getting ready, um, thinking about this particular opportunity I'd have with you, I just thought I'd shoot a note out to um, several people and ask them in a sentence or two, What difference has Jesus made, or is He making, in your life? And I just kept getting responses back, and I've I've got responses about that thick right now. Let me just take a moment and share a couple off the top. Allie said this: "That I would likely not be alive today if Jesus hadn't made His miracle out of my mess." Ken, having Jesus in my life grounds me and brings me peace when it seems everything is out of control. Best shared, Jesus has given me purpose to love in all things, all people, and all situations. Harold, Jesus gives me hope in this dark world. Listen to Drew. Drew says, Jesus in my life has produced an overwhelming abundance of peace and gratitude even when I can't go out and do the things that I normally would, or when I'm averaging four hours of sleep a night because we have a, and he puts in quotes, sleeping baby in our bedroom for the last eight months. (laughs) We feel that pain, Drew. Rick said, I have no doubt that if Jesus hadn't intervened in my life 27 years ago, my life would have totally self-destructed. I was sprinting down the path until Jesus turned me around and showed me a better life. Katie shares, it honestly would probably be shorter for me to tell you the places Jesus isn't making a difference in my life because the answer is nowhere. And then Bill says this, Jesus is giving me the love and the grace that I need to care for my dying wife. Do you know there are five generations that are represented in those responses right there? Jesus makes a difference in our lives wherever we find ourselves right now how about you what difference is he made in your life and have you opened yourself up to him that's his great desire there is a i'll call it an essential christmas prayer that i'd like to invite you to join with me in And just so that we know what that prayer is that we're going to be praying, and whether you're praying in the room, whether you're praying at home, whether you're, you know, um, out and about and watching, you know, on your phone right now, the prayer is going to be this God, thank you for so, 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 so loving me. And thank you for sending Jesus. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sin and that he has risen from the dead. I believe and trust you fully for eternal life and in becoming a child of God. And then if we can, let's just put this P.S. on there. And P.S., I commit to growing in you in 2021. Let me invite you to pray out loud with me right now this prayer. God, thank you for so, so, so... So loving me. And thank you for sending Jesus. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sin and is risen from the dead. I believe and trust you fully for eternal life and in becoming a child of God. And God, I also commit to growing in you in 2021. Amen. Now, if this is the first time that you have prayed and asked Jesus to be your Savior, to put your faith and trust in him, then would you just wave at me right now? That is so wonderful. Here's what I want to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you, please, text me the word FOLLOW at 75787. Let me say that again. FOLLOW. At 75787, indicating that you have opened your life up to receive Jesus. I'd like to be able just to send you a resource and something that I hope will be a great blessing to you. So cool. We hope you were encouraged today. Subscribe to the Fox River Podcast to ensure you don't miss future messages. Stay connected through our social media channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, Make a difference in the lives of those you know by sharing with them. We are grateful for you and hope you join us again soon.